only going to set yourself back. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, happy Red Friday. Sir, you got your red on? I got the... Yeah, I got some red on. Happy Red Friday. Perfect. That's what it is. What I, I, I'm going to tell you what it is, but I got it on. Well, why not? Why don't you share? <laughs> no, Are you that private? I thought you was open book. I thought you was open book. Come on. No, What's red? Okay. Well, I got a shirt that's I have a shirt that's red. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, are, you, are you happy it's Friday? I shouldn't. Why, why am I asking that? What the heck am I doing with that question? What the where did that well, you come know, from? It, it, I, I am, and I'll tell you why. Because the, the, it is these are such stupid times Mm-mm. that more than I, I think it, more than at any other time in my talk radio career, I need those two days off from the news because <laughs> it's just stupid, man. Now, do you take All them of off? Do you like What's that? you know tune out? Do you take them off actually and tune I, out? I. I when I when I wrap up on uh, when we wrap up at eleven, I probably won't watch the news apart from seeing whatever pops up on social media until mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. L- either late Saturday or early Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I just I have to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. wife lets me know about all the big chunky news that happens while I'm uh, taking a well, you know, a let me twenty four hour. Break. L- let me then ask you because you're talking about how this is so you know crazy world, but um, up at the Mayo Clinic. Now, um, <laughs> the Mayo Clinic is now coming out with uh, gender pronoun buttons that you wear on your clothing to, because because just merely looking at someone, you you can't tell what they are by just looking at them. So what you have to do now is you have to put a button on, and so people will know how to identify you by the button you're wearing. Now, the thing about it is, you can wear multiple buttons, right? And they even have. <laughs> How do you know which one it is? <laughs> and they even have they buttons. Uh, so if you're not, if you're uh, not, because they call it, Sean, they call it the gender spectrum. So it's not just boys and girls. Now, now get it. This is one of the finest science and biological institutions on the planet, right? What they do is based in science <laughs> right well, so, it used to be <laughs> yeah right so they they began this thing years ago where they went to gender neutral bathrooms and they've had a lot of complaints from the women in the gender neutral bathroom of course because here comes dr charlie and dr charlie is going to the bathroom over there with nurse Susie. you know Susie's like i don't like this idea a whole lot you know this is not good so they've complained about it um and so they they put up signs for the consideration of others please lower the lid <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, in the Mayo Clinic. Please I lower the list. You heard it. Okay. I so heard you I'm talk saying, about it, yeah. I'm <laughs> saying the sign should say, hey, for the consideration of others, leave the lid up. Because, you know, Susie wants to be a guy. She can <laughs> leave the lid up. You know, I'm it's just fine. sick of it all. Oh, my God. This is I'm what's sick ha- of it all. This is what's happening. This is what's happening in our world today. The, the, um, look, two things. First off, I'm not calling any individual person they or them. All right, I need to be rooted in logic and reality. You are not ever a they or a them. That's just, that's, no. And secondly, if your entire self-worth revolves around your pronoun and the button hanging off your shirt, you need psychological help beyond whatever the hell you got going on right now. All right, if your whole self-worth depends on your pronoun, (laughs) who are you, man? What's going on with you? Well, It's ridiculous. What I was saying this morning is, you know, when we're kids, some of the kids have like uh, play play partners that are like uh, invisible rabbits or you know something like that. I but still you grow out of that, right? And you're not you're you're certainly not expected. Other people are not expected to deny reality. In fact, the truth of the matter is, back in the day, we used to say when people had a break with reality, they had a psychosis, and we had to, uh, and they denied reality, or they made up their own reality, right? Made up their right. own reality, that you, 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 you treated them and you tried to get them back in touch with reality through medication and therapy or whatever, or sometimes they were removed from society if they were a danger to themselves or society when they had a break with reality. I think we still do that in cases, right? We still treat people who have a break with reality. Maybe they have multiple personality disorder or whatever, whatever the case may be. But when it comes to this specific issue, the reality is you are what you are, what you were born with, and how you were born, that, that was decided upon your conception. And 
and that's that's the scientific reality. I can call myself a six foot nine NBA star, but if I walk around and I start telling people I'm six foot nine and I'm an NBA star, or if I dress like John Wayne with a gun hanging down my hip and I start walking into bars ordering a bottle of whiskey like John Wayne did, I call myself John Wayne. People are going to look a little weird at me. Now you can do that if you want, right? But the, the trouble comes, and this is what we've said all along, the trouble comes when you, you're trying to make somebody else deny reality. You're forcing them through the cancel culture and are, in some cases, losing their job to accept re, uh, something that's not real, to accept a lie. And, and that's what this, this whole move is about right now. If, as I've said, if you want to wear panties on a weekend or whatever, that's up to you. Go, have at it. But don't try to tell people that they have to accept something that is not real because it's not real. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I think there's two things at play. It's not. You know, I mean, if a, if a guy is living like a woman, which I don't care if you, I don't give a crap how you know how you dress or how you live, it doesn't matter to me. But out of this this fear based trendy uh, trendy obsession uh, with the cancel culture and political correctness, I can't. You you expect me to look at a dude dressed like a woman and see a woman? Uh, there was another case I forget where it was where a, a dude, you know, identifying as a woman, won some weightlifting championship. Uh, this was just recent. I just saw this uh, yesterday. And you look at the pictures, and it's a guy. It's a dude, man. It's a big, muscly dude. <laughs> you know, it's it's it's. If you try to say that uh, you know women only women should be able to compete in women's sports, you're transphobic. And I'm trying to figure out how such a tiny, tiny community of people holds such sway over an entire country. And I've told you before. I think partially it's because they've been weaponized for political reasons. Uh, with his Equity Act, and and you can send a transgendered person into any business and get it closed down if they don't want to do a wedding or a cake or what have you, or or hire him on as the church organist. But also on the other side of it, it's fear based. It's it's not uh, none of this has anything to do with concern for the trans community. Okay, all these people who are you know suddenly you know uh, this is transphobic, we can't have this, or this bathroom's got to be this. They're worried about getting sued. They're worried about getting canceled. Again. What I think equals out to 0.6% of the entire population of this country is now the most powerful and influential community in this country. And it's the transgendered people. You know, it's surreal, man. So, no, if you're a dude, as far as I can tell, I'm sorry, you're a dude. I'm not going to claim you're a woman. I'm not going to call you a they or a them because that's insipid. That doesn't make any sense at all. And Trey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm this gender politics well, thing is making me nuts. Yeah, but here, and, and you know, the reason we're talking about it is because, because you know, the the uh, the Mayo just did all this, and now you know they're going to be wearing buttons, and if they deny somebody calling them that, you know, what they want to be called, then you're going to be in trouble with your higher ups, and you're going to be right. canceled. You might even lose your job, possibly, or whatever. But here's my question for somebody who wants to be transgender, right? Somebody who is a guy who wears dresses and all that. Why is it so important? Important to you that uh, that you force that on other people. Why is it so important to you that other people accept that? Right? Why can't you just be happy in that and celebrate that? Back in the day, what used to happen when people when somebody would dress up as Napoleon and walk around and say I'm Napoleon, you'd look at him and go, yeah, okay. And sometimes they would say we need to get this person in for a little therapy or whatever because clearly they're not Napoleon. Or I'm a dog walking around on four legs barking. You would say, no, you're not a dog. You're not. Today we're expected. We're expected to say, yeah, you're a dog. You walked around on on your hands and knees and you barked. You're a dog. And 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 it's so important to the trans community that everybody else see what they see sorry that first of all that's not humanity second of all that's not america <laughs> you can't force me to see something that's not true to me well, I, I think for the community itself it's their moment right i mean ever since bruce jenner got boobs you know now all of a sudden people are talking about transgendered issues and, and, and before that do you, do you, i don't yeah. remember any transgendered issues ever being discussed prior to the bruce jenner thing it was never a big because it's not a huge community it's a tiny community. So I think for a lot of people in that community, this is their moment, right? It's an opportunity. But I think they're being used. I say that every day. They're being used by political forces. They're being used by economic forces. Uh, and, and everybody else is just you know, afraid of getting fired or canceled. 
Because you're right. It's it's getting to a point. If this Equity Act goes through, it go, it comes to a point where if you state or post on social media that's a man, not a woman, you could get fired. You could get canceled. People are getting canceled for liking posts on Facebook. Correct. If it's uh, you know the the guy from that uh, from that TV show that just liked a post by a woman who had a Confederate flag in it, he got kicked off a major television show because of that, and had to apologize. I mean, this right. is where we are. And for you and me, especially for me, I mean, I, I sometimes I fully expect. Well, you know, someday my books just won't be available. They'll just go away because this is this is where we're headed. This is not free speech. This is not America. This is a shutting down of free speech. And again, for well, let me let reasons. me circle back. Let me circle back to what, what what I was saying earlier about the invisible friend as a kid. Because a lot of kids have those, right? And that it, we we don't. You know, Charlie comes in and he's three or four years old. I got an invisible rabbit or whatever. Okay, all right, Charlie. You know, we got we kind of just say, okay, great. But Charlie grows out of that. You know, eventually. But imagine a day when Charlie. And this is just an example. This is just something. This is how I'm. I'm trying to give you an analogy of how they want this to work. Charlie's now the CEO of a company. Charlie never gave up his invisible rabbit. So now you, you're called into Charlie's office and you're talking to Charlie about the latest numbers or whatever, and Charlie looks over and says, what do you think about my rabbit? <laughs> and you look over and you go, what rabbit? There ain't you're no fired. rabbit there, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, ex- precisely. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You are being, you're being told you will accept something that you don't see as real. It's not real to me. There's no rabbit there, Charlie. He's in your mind. He exists in your mind is where that is. And if you're a guy dressing like a girl, that's existing in your mind. Okay. But Charlie is saying, you know, you have to accept my rabbit or you're fired. You're fired. It's, It's the Orwellian nightmare. It's the beginnings of it. Okay, once you get people to start accepting non-truth, that's why, again, I say the trans community is being used. Okay, it's not really about them. It's the ability to say to people, this is what you see and this Mm -hmm. is reality, and you either accept what we tell you reality is or your life is going to be ruined. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Two plus two equals seven or nine or whatever the hell. There are stories uh, that have been out in the past year about objective math is itself racist. Math is racist. So, you know, uh, we're there, man. We're at the the gates of the Orwellian nightmare. We, We truly are. So, can, can I go out on 1604? And I know this is going to sound absurd, but please just walk with me on a minute, and then we've got to take a break. But can I go on 1604 and run 150 miles an hour? And if the police pull me over for going 150 miles an hour, and I say, well, no, sir, officer, the speed limit here is 210. <laughs> well, no, it's it's actually 65. No, it's not. The speed limit is what I say it is. <laughs> Well, no, it wouldn't work because if you see that all this is only afforded everybody else but straight white males. <laughs> we we don't have the option of determining truth and reality as we see fit. But you see what so, I'm saying? I, I do see what you're saying because why the, wouldn't you the, be able to say that? Yeah, the truth is the speed limit that they have decided to set on, on 1604 is 65 miles an hour. But I don't accept that truth. You know, it's not an absolute truth. It's not an absolute rule. It's not an absolute. And nothing is absolute. So the speed limit is whatever I say it is. I Look, I agree. That's the path we're on. You know, I identify <laughs> as somebody driving 55, even though I was going, right. you know, 87. Right. Again, it's it's the erosion of truth. It's the erosion of reality. And, uh, and then having the ability to determine reality and determine truth. I mean, that's what Orwell was all about. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, they're codifying this. They're they're turning it into law. <laughs> so so are there any are, is, is there any truth? Is there any reality that's hard and fast? Is is murder wrong? Well, but don't you think that's kind of the end game, which is redefining right and wrong? Yes. And redefining the whole the idea game. of right and wrong. They've been at that for generations, for, you know, decades. What's right for you is not right for me, and vice versa. You know, there's no absolute truth. So, right. you know, yeah, whatever you want to do is just fine, and I'll do the same thing, and whatever. And you have to accept whatever I say the truth is. And then you have no truth, right? Because if you have to ex- then you have how many people are on the planet, how many billions of people on the planet. That's how many truths you're going to have, and, and, and mass confusion will reign. Okay, we got to take a quick break. We'll come right back. i got to tell you about BG, talking about being out there on 1604. Well, today we're looking for a high around 80, right? Two weeks ago, you know the high was 10? 
<laughs> okay. Your vehicle knew it was 10 two weeks ago, and your vehicle's going to know it's 80 today, and sometime in August, your vehicle's going to know it's 105. Protect your vehicle. Take care of your vehicle, and your vehicle will take care of you. If you are doing everything you can to protect your, the inside of your vehicle, like the engine and the brakes and all that stuff with BG products, then you don't have a worry. Don't worry about it. Just put the BG in there and let it go. You'll be doing the best you can do. Next time you have your oil changed, just tell the person changing your oil, do the BG service. Find a shop today at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Quick AccuWeather. Today, sunny breeze. A little bit later on, 82. Tomorrow, Sunday, breeze. Naturally superior sleep. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Infrastructure and American competitiveness and what we're going to do to make sure we uh, once again lead the world across the board and in infrastructure. Well, what do you think about creepy Hansy Joe, huh? I don't think he's there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's the country. I don't think he's doing anything. I think he's... I just shove him out every now and again for a few minutes and get him assigned something and then drag him back to his bedroom. He ain't running the country, man. He ain't running nothing. He ain't there. He's left the building, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has. It's, yeah. it's obvious. It, you know, and I, right. I, on my show yesterday, I said, uh, I think it was yesterday, Chris, that what I was saying, if you voted for Joe Biden, are, are you not seeing what I'm seeing? I'm, I'm, I'm not being a jerk. I'm like, no, really. <laughs> Call me up if you're. You know, the only call I got was, well, at least we don't have Trump with those mean tweets anymore. That was the only. <laughs> it's fine to have a guy who's not even cognitively there running the country because we don't have those angry little tweets anymore. That was yesterday. It's amazing. Think about that for a minute. They, they are they are fine accepting a government being run by people that they don't even know who's running it. Right? <laughs> right. And they're fine accepting that. We have no idea. These they're not elected representatives. So to me, this is this is a this is an illegal, unconstitutional government in my view, because Joe Biden's not running this government. So people that were not elected are running this government, and people on the left are okay with that because man, we don't have those tweets. So thank God. I'm talking specifically the Vichy Republicans and people like that. We don't want those mean tweets, boy. And so we got to get rid of of Donald Trump. And what you did was you brought in a whole group of people. You don't even know who they are, and they're making decisions for your children and grandchildren's future. You don't even know who these people are, man. You have no idea. It's okay though because they're not those hateful, evil, racist Republicans. They're also transphobic, <laughs> right? And no right. more mean tweets from the last president. And yeah, very low. In, I mean, most of the people I talk to, I'm sorry, are very low information on that side of things. They just accept, yeah. accept, accept. Right. And, uh, that's I think why we're in the situation we're in. It's it's. And it's there creepy. you go, talking about Manny Pillai's again. Low information. We want to talk about him <laughs> a little bit. We want to talk. We want to talk about him. We got to take a break, but when we come back, we'll we'll pick that up and, and a lot of other stuff for us to get into, and take your calls two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I want to tell you about BSG because you know a lot of people had busted pipes a couple of weeks ago, and if you did, I'm so sorry. But let me tell you about something you can do for the next event to protect your home, whole home protection for the people you can trust. Over at BSG, those are the folks you can trust. It's about trust and safety and security at BSG. And I've talked to you for a long time about their security systems and their smart home technology and all that. Here's one of them. they got a water shutoff valve. Check this out. They can hook your pipes up to a leak detector, all right? And if you get a leak, then immediately you get pinged on your smartphone and you can shut off the water to your house. Doesn't matter if you're at the office and you're going to be gone eight or if you're around the globe and you're going to be gone two weeks, whatever, you'll get pinged on your phone instantly if a leak develops, boom, you hit the button, the water shut off to your home, no flood in the house. Isn't that cool? See, here's what they do, and Jim Davis is brilliant. He's always innovating. I, I mean, I love people like this. He's, he's like our local Elon Musk. He really is, because he's always innovating. He's always coming up with new, cool stuff. And so he's always thinking that way. So now he's going, okay, now how am I going to protect people's pipe? Boom, here we go. Bah, 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 bah. We'll put that on there. And here's the bottom line. You can stay in contact, stay connected with your home, no matter where you are, 24-7, 365. BSG, here's how you get them. Log on right now, bsgtexas.com. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I don't think anybody should take any encouragement that because 
some troublemakers might show up uh, that we changed our whole schedule. No, we just moved it a few hours and it largely will accommodate the Republicans going uh, to their own session. Okay, she's a double drunk now because she's excelling the vodka and it's coming right back in. So it's kind of cool. You know, she, she's loving the mask thing. She gets a, she gets a double hit. Um, Councilman Manny Pelage saying that H-E-B's wording on the mask is vague, and he wants he wants the city manager vague. to get clarification from H-E-B. <laughs> vague about it. Well, what the hell's vague about it? Well, You don't want to okay. wear a mask in H-E-B? You don't have to wear a mask in H-E-B. The employee's got to wear the masks. What, what's well, vague and mysterious about that? Well, they're saying they're going to go up and ask you to put a mask on. They'll provide one for you, and all that kind of stuff is what they're, you know, they're what they're saying. But the, the point of the story is, is that Manny Pelai is a city councilman in San Antonio, who, who I think is a bully, right? He's a bully, and he was bullying uh, Chick Fil A. Remember when he called them a symbol of hate? Remember that? Oh, they're a yes. symbol of hate. We I mean, know symbol of hate in the pathetic. airport, but but now it's uh, you know going after H E B and saying, well, their their thing is vague, and so he turns to Eric Walsh. Eric Walsh has one job, and that's to make well a couple of jobs: make sure all the city employees get their checks on time, and make sure you can drive on the freaking streets. That's his job. <laughs> City manager. But right. no, Manny Pelize wants him to get in touch with H E B and get H E B to clarify their mask mandate. What a fool. Just don't worry about it, Manny. <laughs> don't worry about it, man. We'll be okay. We'll figure it out. You know, we'll we'll be all right. I, I I'm going to going to the H E B today and uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'm gonna wear a mask, you know. I'm of course. Walk in there without yep. a stinking mask and I hate the masks. But that's Is a personal just... choice. Well, yeah. That's a personal but it choice. Should be. That's right. It should absolutely be a personal choice. And it should just like it should be a personal choice of the butt family to decide if they want to have masks in their stores or not or any other business Correct. owner. Correct. You know, and uh and uh, Manny, go go do something important, dude. <laughs> or no or better yet, don't do anything at all. <laughs> How about that? Well, and John Courage was in there on it as well. They're, they're just all they're, they're crazy down down at City Hall, and uh, except for Clayton Perry, and he he waits till the weekend to get crazy. At least he waits. <laughs> we love you, Clayton. <laughs> at least he Only waits till Saturday night to get a little crazy. <laughs> get stand, off the right. I bet after a week of that, you know, he's got to. But he's he's the last bastion of sanity in that uh, in city in City Hall because uh, the the rest of them are a bunch of yahoos. I you know I. Huh. I, it, I, it, I, I've discovered, and maybe you have too, that a lot of folks who are not living in Texas are just all outraged by this. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm talking about people I grew up with, people I know. Sure. Uh, my own kid was giving me crap about it the other day. <laughs> she's, she's turning into a hippie up there in Colorado. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they just think it's awful. Oh, people are just going to fall over dead. And it's just, you're going to, he's been, they, and, and they have no concern. And this is yeah. what I liked about Abbott yesterday, turning the Neanderthal thing back on, uh, uh, back on him, uh, on Biden. Okay, right. People who are outraged by by Abbott, who's just saying if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it in certain situations. Uh, they are completely unconcerned about what's going on along the southern border. Completely unconcerned about the note that they're not testing these people. They're just flowing into the country from you know all these other countries. Carrying the COVIDs, no concern whatsoever. But you people in Texas, man, with your crazy governor, <laughs> it's just surreal, man. I have, I think, what what could be an explanation, and it's it's a two pointer. Um, I I looked up what states have rescinded their mask mandate. Alaska, Arizona, Idaho, Montana, North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, and Florida, and Texas now. They have rescinded their mask mandates. Why are they coming after Texas? I did a video on this, but why why are they coming after Texas? The reason they're coming after Texas so strong is... Beto O'Rourke is going to run for governor. That's why on the television, when you see Greg Abbott talking about it, talking about the ma- rescinding the mass mandate, immediately they switch and go right to Beto making a comment on it. Because the media is propping up Beto, they're going to try to slide him uh, right on in there. That's the first explanation as to why they're doing what they're doing. Because they want to get Abbott out. They want to flip Texas. If they flip Texas, then you'll never get another conservative elected in the White House. They know that. The stakes are high. So they they got to run Abbott out and put Beto in there. That's the first thing. Um, the, the second reason is exactly what you're talking about at the border. 
because the border is a crisis and those people are bringing COVID into the United States and Joe Biden is resettling COVID throughout the country. All this brouhaha about Greg Abbott and this mask thing, remember, they're not talking about Idaho or Montana or Missouri that also rescinded. The reason they're doing all of this right now is a cover to keep, it's a distraction, so that there's not all that talk about all these people coming across the border with COVID. It's all the focus on Greg Abbott and masks. That's why they're doing it. They want to distract from the real story, which is a collapse of our southern border under Joe right. Biden. And, and also, that you know, I just thought of an extra added benefit, like some frosting on the cake there. Okay, uh, Texas, I mean, we take in a lot of illegal immigrants. They come across our border, you know, by the, by the droves. All right, uh, we got this uh, this order with Abbott's, you know, relaxing the restrictions, relaxing relaxing the uh, the mask requirements, saying we're going to be okay, we need to open for business. And then we, in fact, do have a spike in COVID. But the spike comes from what community? The folks pouring across the border into the state. Oh, yeah. But 100%. you think if that if it goes in that direction, you're going to say, well, the, the southern border has uh, caused this horrible spike in Texas. No, they're going to blame gonna Abbott. Be Greg Abbott and his mask, mask thing. Look at all the uh, COVID numbers they got. Blah, right. blah, stinking blah. And you're right. It's about Texas. It's about the, uh, the political influence and power we wield. And they hate us just in general. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of liberals, just, they just in general hate Texas, and they always have. It's all. It's about future presidential elections. Joy Reid in her statement, and I don't know if you have that handy, Chris, but Joy Reid uh, no. was talking about it last night, and the, she mentioned two governors. She didn't mention the governor of North Dakota, South Dakota. Um, she didn't mention the governor of Alaska. She mentioned two governors, and that's Florida and Texas. Why? Well, number one, Ron DeSantis is going to be the leading choice of Republicans in 2024 to be president of this great country. He's out of Florida. So they got to bang him. they got to ding him up as much as possible. And, and the same thing with, with Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott's got to be dinged up so they can put Beto in here in Texas. It's all political. They don't Look. We know this, and we've said it. The left doesn't care about lives. They don't care if people die if, as long as their political ends are met. That's all. That's all that matters. And so and this sick. is not about saving lives. <laughs> this is about putting people in place in their political futures. That's all it is. And, you know, and, I, and that's what I get tired of. And, again, we go back to my original statement about, you know, taking time off from the news over the weekends. Yeah, right. Because it is exactly. all political. And it's, it's depressing right. when you really grasp how soulless some people can be and some movements can be when it comes to political outcomes and what they're going to allow to have happen or what they even want to have happen, it really is sick. And, uh, you know, we're there, man. We are, we are, everything is political. It feels like everything is political now. Everything right. that goes on, everything that we talk about every, every single stinking day, uh, is you could trace it back to politics. Because you have one political force that is going for the whole farm right now. And you know what? Largely, they're being successful so far. Yeah. So, I, I look, I'm thankful I'm in Texas. <laughs> right. I, I really am. I am so thankful I'm here and not in Maryland or Colorado or, you know, some of the other places. But I you know. won't be. You won't be if they flip Texas. You will not be. Well, you you won't be true. glad you're here. And they're working it. I mean, they're, they're doing everything they, they can. And that's what this is about. This is about dinging up Abbott, and look, I'm not the biggest Abbott fan in the world. This, this, you could you could replace him with any Republican or any conservative you want to replace him with, and the action would be the same. <clears throat> they have to remove conservatism in the leadership positions here in Texas, so that they can flip it. They've been importing people, right? They're importing people from California and Massachusetts who will vote their way. They're importing people from Mexico and El Salvador and places like that, so they can give them what they need to be able to vote here in the state of Texas. They're resettling Texas is what they're doing. It, it, it's not anything short of that. They are resettling Texas to turn Texas blue, because if they get that done, they will control the White House forever. The, the stakes are that high. That's not hyperbole. That's what's going on. That's the political reality. And keep in mind what FDR said. Nothing in politics happens by mistake. It's all planned. <laughs> you're, you're right. I agree absolutely. I mean, it's... it's yeah. It's again. I I repeat myself on this, but it's just breathtaking to me how quick they're moving on it and all the stuff. What's happening? I mean, yeah. it's just all right. of it. It, it across the board, and that's the uh, it's kind of spooky part about, about all of it. Right. Right. You know. mm. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where in Rockin' four ten. 
all the numbers have improved. There has to come a time uh, when there is not going to be any more shutdown. And now is the right time to allow businesses that want to open to be able to open. 1978 to summer of 78. LTD. <laughs> Every time I turn around, I'm in love again. I'm in love again. It happened at the Alamo Heights pool a hundred times in one Saturday afternoon. Line one, <laughs> Linda, you're on KTSA. Go ahead, Linda. Good morning, gentlemen. I was just dancing down the kitchen with you. Right on. Good for you. <laughs> Two days ago, you mentioned that Biden was not really running the country. It was unknown people and that it sounded kind of like a bad movie. Well, there was the movie. It was called Dave. It was with Kevin Klein and Sigourney oh. Weaver. And <laughs> it I, was. I just watched it last night, and it was amazing how it followed today. Oh, that's right. Thank you, I Linda. forgot about that one. Yeah. Hold on, Linda. I want you to say the, the pledge for us. Thank you very much. That's awesome. That's, that's a good, good, good point. How about David on line two? David, go right ahead. Happy Friday, David. Hey, thanks, guys. You guys make make the commute to work a whole lot lot better. But anyway, I mean, cool. the commute is fifty feet from my bedroom to the den. Anyway, long story. <laughs> 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 that's how far I got to go too, man. Sean Sean just wakes up. He goes two steps. So that's I'm right over there. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting the Neanderthal Nerds Club here in the North Side, and I'm taking applications. Um, Sign me up, baby. The document is 627 pages long, but we'll make it through. You got it. Weekend, okay. <laughs> you, you too, brother. brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. How many people are making that fifty-step walk? Uh, in, in... <laughs> That's your commute time. About forty-seven seconds. <laughs> Seriously, man, I have made the transition over to uh, elastic pants because I don't. You know, I'm not putting jeans on or. <laughs> Anything else? I'm wearing elastic bound shorts and and uh, and sweatpants, which is a little cool. I know the feeling. I mean, I you know I've been having some Zoom meetings this Zoom meetings this week, and so I put on a collared shirt. But that's it. And I put on my uh, fedora, so I look official. But you know, from the waist down, I'm I'm wearing Rick and Morty Undies. sweatpants. You know, underwear. <laughs> I, I did go out yesterday, um, and I, I I was looking for shoes because all my shoes are destroyed. I went to Academy. Sean, it took me two hours. Two hours. And I hate shopping for shoes. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Two hours? Two hours because a lot of stuff's already picked through, right? you got to find the right, right size and all that kind of stuff. So, And the right fit of the right size, two hours. And I was up and down. You know how you do that when you're shopping for shoes? You go get the box, you sit down, try it on, go walk around, look at it in the mirror, walk around, put the box back up, right? So I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And I must have sounded like an old man, uh, old old fat man, because I got that mask on for two hours in that store, oh. up and down, up and down. And, I, you know, by the time I'm done, I'm... I can't do it. Yeah. No. No. I can't. I, that's so. why I don't, I don't stay long in any place when I go in with a mask. I can't. I go in, get what I need, and I go right the hell out. Because uh, yeah. it's just the longer I have that on, there's just something oppressive and icky about it. <laughs> I just I can't stand it. So, uh, Well, you know, know I call it a biological zoo, right? So well, it, It's just, it, you know, I, I, I hate the masks. And so if I, yeah. and that's, I, I've said, you know, <laughs> we've lost so many things that are, were enjoyable. I used to love bopping around town with my wife, like shopping and stuff and buying stuff and doing errands. And I just I I'm insufferable about it because I, I I if I could do about ten minutes in H E B I mean I run through H E B to get what I need and get the hell out just yeah. so get the mask off yeah yeah that's Ugh. what I, that's what I'm saying is that that's the longest that was the point of my story oh two hours I, I left that point I out do that that's the longest I've been in any place since oh, really? this yeah I haven't oh. been in anywhere two hours no I I I do the same thing I right. run in like a Costco or H-E-B, and I run out as quick as I can. That's the longest I've been inside of anywhere with the mask. That's the longest I've worn the mask continuously is two hours. Uh, I mean, that's, that's you know, usually I'm 15 minutes, you know, 15 minutes right. at the most. And I'm like you. Nancy and I took every Tuesday at 10 a.m., that was our shopping day, and we would just yeah. go shop, 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 shop. We'll run everywhere together. And uh, now, what's the point? You know, what, let's just, we, you know what we do now? We're on a hunting mission. That's what we do. We go in, 
We seek it out, we kill it, and we drag it out to store. That's what we do. We're, hunt, we're hunting. Yeah, if I go to the HEB, I know exactly what I need. I figure it out before I go yeah. in. I just run through, get it, and get the hell out. That's right. Go and kill and it. And it's, it it's a whole part of life that's just not there anymore. You know. <laughs> well, thank you, Governor it. Abbott, because next yeah. week it returns to a certain degree. And and now here's what I believe: now that they've started this ball rolling, they're not going to be able to stop it. No. No way. The peasants are revolting. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. Yeah. Absolutely. And both Beto and, and Julian are, frankly, low-content morons. I mean, they really are. I mean, Beto, listening to Beto, Beto, what I can't stand about him is he tries so hard to sound young and hip. He's you know what idiot. I mean? He's one of those guys he's like, 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 literally, this is, you know, he's just, he tries to talk <sighs> like a 14-year-old. Or maybe he actually is a mental 14-year-old. I don't know. I but think there's he is. Less to, there's less to him than meets the eye, and, and who, yeah, either Julian or Beto, or maybe you know both of them in some regard. I don't. But uh, uh, I, you're right. I've noticed that that every time they have Abbott or they you know certain media venues, uh, and Abbott says something, they immediately switch to. Well, I mean, one of the first things they did after uh, the uh, the announcement of the relaxing of the restrictions itself was get uh, the opinions of Beto and Julian Castro. Uh-huh. And Joaquin, it was immediate. Uh-huh. The tweets were up immediate. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Right. Or being covered. The the media were covering it. So you're right. They hate Texas. They want to flip it. It's a thorn and a big old thorn in their side. Do you think they're going to do it? You think they're going to they're going to pull it off? They're working on it, and I right. don't know. I you know I I think this is the last bastion. If Texas falls, you got a lot of trouble. You know, uh, South Dakota and Florida. Are two other great places to be, but if Texas falls, that's a yeah, that's a big feather, and they realize it. And you, you don't flip it back overnight. Once once it goes away, it stays away for a very long time, a generation or, or more. But I can tell you another reason that the leftists are really upset right now, and why they're freaking out about this. This is nothing more or less than a peasant revolt. I mentioned that before the top of the hour. That's how they view it. The peasants oh, yeah. are revolting against them, right? So they're they're like, uh, you 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 have to do what we say. And you have to be under our control. And the peasants, and this is what's happened in socialist countries before, the the peasants are pushing back and saying, I don't think so. But something else goes on in, in socialist countries too, Sean, and you know this very well. The leadership, when the dictators take over and they're dictating to the people without the will of the people, they bring in the military... And they put up fences and walls around their particular palaces where they rule from. And you can't get to them. That's what you do when you don't have the consent of the governed. Then you have to, you know, walls and fences don't work at the border, but they sure do around the capital with troops. And so Uh. now, now the troops have been there all year, and now they're extending it. I will say this right here, right now. They're never leaving. Yeah, I mean, we called that a few weeks ago, you know, or a couple or a month ago. I mean, they're 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 going to keep extending that and extending that. Uh, and and I did, did you notice they also have now a very convenient excuse that if they need some more time for something, uh, or if they want to uh, uh, slip something by or cover something up or 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 make something quiet, uh, uh, all they have to do is say we have uh, evidence that there's uh, going to be another attempt at an insurrection coming up tomorrow, and so we're going to have to change our schedule, and uh, blah blah stinking blah. Didn't happen. Didn't, Didn't happen. happen. No, and it's you know what? Because it wasn't there. <laughs> I don't believe it. You know. So yeah, the National Guard ain't going nowhere, man. The uh, military ain't going nowhere out of D.C. And uh, we, you and I called it. We said once they're there, they're not going to leave, and they're nah. not. Because they were supposed no. to leave next week, I think next uh, mid mm-hmm. midweek, the twelfth, twelfth, and uh, no, no, they're they're not going anywhere. This uh, new evidence suggests that uh, there may be an ongoing threat of insurrection from the Trump, those evil, deplorable Neanderthalic Trump supporters. Exactly. And uh, no, they probably see a bigger buildup of military as uh, things progress and things get even more strange and weird. Want to say happy birthday to the CBs, all right? Uh, the CBs, that's a construction arm of the Navy. They've been around 92 years today is their birthday, and they are essential to what our, our, our critical infrastructure in our military. So happy 92nd uh, birthday to the CBs. 
Um, also on our KTSA site this morning, Bear County Sheriff's deputies may have discovered a case of human smuggling during a routine stop. The 2200 block of South Callahan deputy was trying to stop a speeding SUV, and when the vehicle stopped, 10 people jumped out and scattered. <laughs> no, just some buds hanging out, driving around, you know. 10 people. It's my 11 best friends, that's all. We were just cruising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. That's not human smuggling at all. No. Uh-uh. No, no. I thought we had all that stuff stopped. Oh, we did have it all stopped under Donald Trump. He had it under control. <laughs> you know, I, again, I and I defer to this listener that called up yesterday, one of the few callers that were pro-Biden. They really either don't know about that or they don't care. It, it's long as it's not Trump, as long as that's not that, you know. I think, the, Chris, what was the actual quote from that woman yesterday was, uh, well, at least he's not like the last guy always picking fights. <laughs> like, what are you and I brought up the border. I said, you understand, you know, while you're, because uh, she was also complaining, I think, about the mask thing. And I'm like, you understand that there are lots and lots and lots and lots of people suddenly pouring over the border uh, who may uh, be uh, bringing COVID with them and nobody's testing them. The kids are now being shoved into these uh, same quote-unquote cages uh, that they uh, vilified Trump for, even though they were Obama's facilities uh, before him. And I said, yeah, does, does that concern you at all? And she's like, no, that's that's always going on. I'm like, no, it, it really wasn't. And it slowed down when Trump changed the asylum requirements uh, at the border. It, it had gone down to a trickle. And, and the guy you voted for rolled all that back. And now they're pouring in across the border wearing Biden shirts. Again, people on that low information end of the uh, of the progressive movement or whatever they call themselves these days, they really don't realize what morons they sound like. But the people, the the powers that be, you know what, Trey? They want lots of morons. They need lots of morons uh, to to uh, do what they're what they're attempting to do right now. And but it's just surprising to me. I'm sure you've talked to people on the air too. Uh, over the, it's surprising to me how folks on that end claim to be the intellectual party and the party of science, and they are not, man. The rank and file folks who vote that way, even if they have nine college degrees on their wall, they don't know anything about anything, and they don't—they're not concerned about it. They just accept the opinions given to them. Well, what, what has happened is. We have COVID, and COVID is not just an American thing. It's it's all over the place. And so uh, these people are being affected by COVID. Joe Biden was explicit during the campaign and telling them, you're going to get free health care if you come here. Right. So they're looking at this as their cash cow to be able to get free health care. The way it was under Donald Trump, for people who are low information not understanding, Donald Trump said, you have to wait over there. You can't come right. in here. So there were people who were saying, I'm not going to spend $22,000, that's the average, twenty two grand to send my kid up there just to have them wait on this side of the border. If they're going to wait on this side of the border, they can wait here with me. And so it stopped, right? And so now in the past week, you've had an 800% increase in UAC. That's unaccompanied alien children. You get familiar with the term. The average age is 13 to 17-year-old males. Tell me why they're coming up here so much. A lot of them covered in tattoos. Okay, now you know. <laughs> now you know you got a lot of gangbangers coming out of El Salvador, MS-13 or whatever, that are coming up here. They're importing criminals into the country. They are importing criminals. And those countries enjoy it. They love it. They encourage them to go because it's exporting crime out of their countries, okay? And it's exporting COVID out of their countries and importing COVID in the United States. So you had an 800% increase. You have now a camp just in Tijuana, which is just the other side of San Diego. You have a camp there that had just a trickle of people under Donald Trump. Now it's over a thousand people. A thousand people. And that they've got a border wall there that's got a hole in it. And that's where they had 50 people get through the other day. 25 of them piled into an SUV and was hit by a concrete truck. 13 of them died. Uh, others are on ventilators and whatever in the hospital right now. And, and that is directly laid at the feet of leadership in this country who are encouraging them to come here so they can resettle this country and get their votes. Back in a minute with more Warren Rima coming up. naturally superior sleep. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I've been talking to a lot of my Republican friends in the House and the Senate, continue to do that. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> he talks right. to a blank wall. That's what he talks to. All right, uh, Warren Rima, happy Friday to you. It's uh, Red Friday R.E.D. Please remember, everybody, deployed. Uh, it's really important. And please help out our cause. Uh, it's Trey Ware's Drive to End Hunger. It's close and near and dear to my heart. A lot of people are hungry right now. Food bank's biggest need right now is cash. $1 feeds seven. $1, seven meals. Presented by Stevens Roofing and part by Airtron Heating and Air, Roof Fix, and Quarterman Plumbing Heat and AC. You got something you want to throw out here, man? We can riff on. Well, a little I bit. just you know, I uh, this uh, we got a couple of stories that are kind of along the same vein, and you talked about this earlier with Turner Classic Movies. Oh yeah, which I have been a fan of my entire adult life. I mean, I I, I just love watching the old to- movies, c- cool, uncut, very in their cool. original frame. Uh, you know, the 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 letterbox or the square, what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're jumping on this uh, this uh, bandwagon of, boy, these old movies are just offensive. The U.K. is doing a lot of this right now. And so what they're going to do for a month, and also, mind you, TCM is now hooked up with HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, right. And they're going to do a month-long uh, series for all of their hosts, uh, the folks who introduce the movies, will show classic movies that are offensive by today's standards and have little discussions about them uh explaining the context of gone with the wind and psycho and i, I used to breakfast, love the johnny weissmuller breakfast at tiffany i used to love the johnny weissmuller uh, tarzan movies when i was a kid those are problematic and here's a and this is this is this is the, the whole thing in a nutshell here's david carger who was one of the hosts on tcm the idea was suggested to us that all five of us co-host this month-long series where we take a look at a dozen or so true classic films, but look at them from a more contemporary viewpoint. And the idea is not to shame these movies or scold these movies, but just to explain some of the context Bull crap. Uh, Bull for crap. some of the content that might feel jarring, out of place, or even offensive in some extreme examples today. I don't ever remember watching Gone with the Wind and being jarred by anything offensive in there. I we I saw that when I was a young kid, and I pretty much was able to distinguish as as, as like a ten year old. Oh yeah, that was back in like the eighteen sixties. You know, I mean, wh- how why? See, I, first off, this is step number one. At some point, those movies go away. At some point, this is the pretext to eventually getting rid of these. They love to say, "Well, we're just going to explain the context, so we're not upsetting the people when they see them today." But I think eventually you won't be able to see uh, Psycho. You won't be able to see Gone with the Wind. You won't be able to be able to see a lot of old movies, classic movies, amazing works of art. And this is why I get so upset. Gorgeous works of art, some of these movies. And baby, they're just going to go away at some point. I mean, if they're going to cancel Dr. Seuss, eBay uh, saw that people were selling their own personal copies of the six banned Dr. Seuss books. And this happened yesterday afternoon. And what did they do? They yanked them off of eBay. You cannot sell those mm-hmm. books on eBay anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's right. insanity. And yep. I think one of the most insidious aspects, uh, apart from the, the pure human toll, of fascism and socialism and Marxism and all these things that we talk about on a daily basis is, man, it kills art. It just erases it and destroys it. And as I said on my show a few days ago, you know, art is is, is, is as vital to the human experience as science is and technology is because it's the only way we have a record of how human beings reacted to the times in which they lived and felt about the times in which they lived. And these people who are trying to take over the entire farm, they want to erase all that. It, we're, we're heading towards a place where only approved uh, artistic uh, endeavors will be allowed, whether they're films, uh, books. Uh, you haven't gotten around to music yet, but they will. Uh, they're going to bring the hammer down on all this stuff. And it just makes me, as an artist myself, as a writer, it makes me sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach to see these these amazing works of art being uh, uh, insulted, edited, even removed by people, mediocre people to use the word you've been you've been uh, focusing on, mediocre people who can't do the same thing themselves. It's like when I used to say when uh, Nuremberg and freaking Trevino wanted to uh, retell uh, the Alamo and move the cenotaph, that gorgeous, magnificent, breathtaking work of sculpture. 
mediocre men who cannot make something like that would have picked it up and moved it. It's the same thing with these old movies. It's the same thing with the Seuss books and a lot of other books that have been banned and taken out of high schools because they might have a bad word in it or the context of the characterization of somebody in a Mark Twain novel was uh, offensive by today's standards. These are these are dullards. These are artless idiots, and they're laying their hands on beautiful works of art, and I hate it. So I know the TCM is saying, well, we're still going to show the movies, but I'm telling you, at some point, a lot of these movies you're just not going to be able to see. They're going to go away if we continue down So the this reason path. they're... Right. So, so the reason they're doing it, there's a bigger, there, there's a bigger reason. It's called depersonalization, dehumanization. And the reason they do that is for total control. Again, it goes back to socialism, right? If you're going to control the people through socialism, what you have to do is you have to depersonalize them. You have to dehumanize them. One of the ways of doing that is covering up their faces. That, nothing more. Right. It, it does two things. Uh, covering up a face with a face mask does two things. First of all, it depersonalizes you, dehumanizes you. You can't smile. You can't laugh. You can't cry. You have no emotion being shown through your face. It's more political than it is pandemic, so keep that in mind. The, 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 the second thing, that putting a, a mask over somebody's face is you, you are exercising ultimate control over who they are as a person. <laughs> so you are saying to them, you're not that person, and, and you keep that mask on because we're going to control you in, in, in everything. So this is going to sound a little bit like a leap going from the Turner story to what I'm about to say, but keep it all in, in, in the same vein because... What they're doing is they're graying out those those movies. If you'll allow me to use the term whitewash, they're graying, graying the movie where they're taking out any movie that has anything that is not that is offensive is not going to be allowed to play. Any book that has anything offensive is not going to be allowed to be sold. They're going to be dull and drab and nothing exciting and nothing that that pushes the envelope. That's not allowed because. That's the human experience, and they can't allow you to have a human experience if they're going to control you. They have to take humanity out of it in order to control you. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. That's what they've done in China. So here's my link to another story that's out there today. And by the way, we don't get this stuff off a conspiracy website. We don't no. we don't sit there and read InfoWars all day and bring these stories from, from websites like that. We we actually find these on these are real honest to goodness stories that we pull off of mainstream news sites and then we do our own research into this stuff. So just like they're taking any of the humanization out of movies and off of your face by hiding your face, in China, they have technology called emotion recognition technology. Yeah. And what it is is they watch your face in China all day long through cameras and what have you. And if you have a particular emotion, let's say nervousness or excitedness, or you're smiling or you're laughing or something like that, that's registered in the computer, and they get a ping on that. So here's what they do in China. If they get a ping, you're driving along, and they get a ping that you're excited, right? Or maybe you look a little bit nervous while you're driving along. They dispatch police to pull the folks over, and they search their cars for drugs or contraband or anything else because you were excited or you were nervous or whatever. You had a nervous look on your face or an excited look on your face while you were driving your car, and they saw that through their cameras. This is actually in today's world in China. And they pull people over, and they search their cars looking for anything that might be illegal. So what does that do? What's the end result of that? Everywhere people are going in China now, guess what they're not doing? They're not showing any human emotion whatsoever. They're walking with a blank stare on their face, going through the turnstile to get on public transportation, driving their cars, walking down the street. Blank stare. And you say, God, it must be terrible in China. Yeah, what are you doing right now? You put a mask on and you walk around looking at your feet in the right. store. What are you doing? You're doing the exact same thing. That's why we have to take the mask off. We have to express our humanity and let it show. They're, they're erasing it out of movies and books. They're taking humanity out of all that. And they're whitewashing it, and they're graying out the movies, and they're doing it to humanity with masks and with this technology over in China. And we have to stand up and say, no, you're not going to do that to us. We'll take a break for the news. Um, or Saudi Dental. 
Okay, so I just talked to, to Lou and Debbie the other day. Things are going so great at Orsadi Dental, and here's what they've decided to do. They were able to uh, extend the Invisalign program where you can get your teeth straightened for a super low price right now. You won't believe how unbelievably low this price is to go through the entire Invisalign program over at Orsadi Dental. So now they can straighten your teeth, right? It's the clear alternative to those metal braces that a lot of people went through back in the day. You don't have to go through that now. And even if you did go through that as a child, today as an adult, your teeth have shifted. So you can get them straightened out again with Invisalign for a super low price, great deal, at Orsadi Dental today. Now they do it all at Orsadi Dental. With sedation dentistry, help you relax a little bit, you know, so you're not upset, you're not nervous about going to the dentist. And and the, the very minor stuff, they can handle that, or really all the way up to endodontics and that very complicated stuff. They do it all with four great dentists and wonderful staff, too, at Orsadi Dental, 210-479. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Without explicitly saying it, he implied to me that I was old enough for him and he was lonely. And he's scum is what he is. She's referring to the governor of New York. I want to just refer to our mayor for just a second. I just saw him say something that, Sean, these are the, the nuances that we pick up on that a lot of people don't pick up on. They they, they assimilate this stuff uh, subconsciously, right? right? So here's how he's here. Last night on his 613 show, he didn't win an Emmy. But anyway, on his 613 <laughs> show, I just thought I'd point that out. Um, he was asked about to. whether or not. Yeah. Uh, whether or not businesses, uh, what they were going to do with the mask orders and all that stuff, right? So he's, he's right. getting into the whole thing about, well, they could be removed for trespassing. If somebody's wearing a, doesn't wear a mask in a place that wants to wear a mask, you can get them out of there. We'll call, call the cops and we'll come get them and all that kind of stuff is what he's talking about. But here's the little nuance that he threw in that most people won't pick up on. So if somebody's there and they're not adhering to health standards, see, then you can call the cops and get them out. So the only health standard that you know health standards include wearing a mask over your face. So if you're not wearing a mask over your face, you're violating the basic principle of health standards now, according to Ron Nirenberg. And folks, it's simply not true. That is a lie. The mask is no health standard. It is if you want to wear it. And that's what I've said all along since the beginning of this. If you want to wear it, wear it, please. Feel good about yourself wearing it. <laughs> but these people like Nirenberg setting it up as the end-all, be-all and everything, it's a health standard. It is not that. And so what that does to people, am I making my point, what that does in people's minds is it makes them think there's only one health standard, and that's wearing a, a mask, you know, well, if absolutely. you want to adhere to health standard. Yeah, that's they're, it. They're that's obsessed the with people keeping the masks on. They're just obsessed, obsessed. with it. Because it's control. I, I, I don't believe it's purely because of health reasons. I'm not saying there's ab- – and don't get me wrong, because one thing I can't stand is we start talking about the masks, because he's full of – Nuremberg's full of crap on that. But I don't know if you've noticed this, that once you start talking about the masks and you have questions about the masks, then suddenly you're a COVID denier. It's like, no, COVID's real. And I'm no, neither one of us, I think, are saying that the masks don't serve any medical purpose whatsoever. But it's so subjective at the, as to what they actually do and what kinds of max, masks actually work. There's got to be other motivations for guys like Nuremberg to be so freaking obsessed with them. You know what I mean? Because Abbott didn't mandate that people take off masks. That's I my submit point. to you, most people are going to keep wearing the damn masks. I mean, you're, you're, That's I, true. I, mean I, I really That's do. Right. Somebody asked me on my show the other day, you know, well, this is going to really change things and open things up. I'm like, I bet you don't even really notice. Uh, this is for the a point. While. This is the point that they they are all about exercising the control over people. Yeah. That's what this that's what this boils down to is how long and how much control can we exercise over you? I've said from the beginning, I don't want to exercise any control of you. I don't I don't want to force somebody to take it off who doesn't want to take it off. I've said that. I've been consistent of that. I'll continue to say that. I don't want anybody who wants to wear a mask. I don't want you to take it off. Please by all means wear it. But don't try to tell me I have to do something in my life when it doesn't have any effect on you at all. Well, yeah, it does. It's like getting drunk in a car and going out and wiping out a whole bunch of people. No, that, it's people not. People were saying that. <laughs> that. That's what people were saying. No, that's it's, what people I were know. saying. You don't let you Ugh. get drunk and drive around and kill people in your car. Stop so why it. would you wear? Why would you not wear a mask? Look, 
If if you're concerned and you wear a mask and you're protected, there's the answer right there. If the mask works, if the mask works, then the only person who has to wear it to protect you is you. So wear it. Protect yourself. Well, but, you know, Nuremberg, uh, he's like a lot of liberal mayors. Uh, he he hates conservative leadership over him. Uh, and, he you know, he said it uh, last summer when he said, as long as I'm the mayor of this GD city. That sounded like a statement of ownership to me. <laughs> like it's my city, and uh, you know he, he he's extremely he's chapped that a guy like Abbott can just you know rescind anything he wants and uh, and and Nuremberg can't do anything about it. The judge, the peasant revolt, it's the peasant revolt. Yeah, they don't like the little people thinking for themselves, and you know we're we're the great philosopher kings, and uh, we we tell you how to live and what's healthy for you, and and just shut up and do it. <laughs> I want to toss in something else real quick here. A story I came across from the John Burroughs High School varsity baseball team in California. Of course, they've had no life in California. Gavin Newsom has had them completely locked down. You can't go to church. can't go to school. You can't go here. You can't go there. Newsom can't. He can go any damn place oh, yeah, he, he wants to go, but you can't. <laughs> right. Right. So imagine these kids who played baseball since they were first grade, maybe even younger than that, and they played all the way through, and they were getting get to high school. Man, high school, glory days, glory days of playing baseball, right? And maybe getting a scholarship, maybe going on, maybe hitting the bigs. You never know. Could happen. So the, these boys missed out on a complete year. It's gone, right? It's over. They didn't. Right. They Last year's gone. It's, it's a distant memory. But they're looking at possibly being able to play this spring and summer. So they're going through strength and conditioning. Well, one of the things they wanted to do, Sean, was get everybody together and take a senior picture. They're now seniors. So let's take a senior picture on the on, you know, baseball stuff. and Let's go ahead and bring the families. That'd be kind of cool because when I'm 65, then I want to be able to show my kids and grandkids, hey, look, here I am with John and Sean and Trey and Bill and Jack and everybody else on the baseball team. Here we are. So when they were taking the picture with their families, standing there taking the picture all together as their senior baseball, um, they put their, they pulled their masks down so they would recognize each other 50 years from now, right? Because, you know, can you imagine looking at a picture 50 years from now and everybody's got a mask on? I, don't, I have no idea who you are. I don't know. Who is that in this picture? So they pull their masks down. Well, superintendent of schools out there, Matt Hill at Burbank Unified School District, Matt Hill, he says, well, you violated all the protocols. You violated, you violated everything. You guys are suspended. He suspended the baseball team for pulling their masks down to take a picture that they would keep the rest of their lives to be able to refer to when they've got grandkids and show them the baseball team. He suspended the baseball team. Now, does anybody, I know it was real popular a few months ago to call Donald Trump a Nazi. Right, remember all that? Hey, he's Hitler. He's a Nazi. What are these people? I've always said, you know, the people who are screaming the loudest about fascist uh, fascism are the fascists in the room. They absolutely are throughout the entire Trump era when they were screaming, "Oh, he's Hitler. He's a Nazi." And all he did basically for four years was open up this country, whether at the state level or the individual level, for people to live their own lives and predominantly make their own choices. Uh, and he was a Nazi. He was a Nazi somehow by rolling back regulations on 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 the business world and, and corporations, uh, so we could uh, create jobs. And yet the people who are talking about, well, you can't read this and you can't see this and you can't go there and you shouldn't think this and you shouldn't utter these words, they're the ones who screamed a lot of us about fascism, and I'm, they are. They're the fascist in the room. It's it's surreal, the hypocrisy of it. Uh, because these people, guys like Nuremberg, you know, would control every m- movement of your life. This this the baseball team is a thing is just another example of that. That uh, uh, the fascists in the room, they don't like people making decisions on their own. And when you talk about young people, they're the ones getting screwed over the most. Totally. Uh, real. I mean, absolutely. Mental health, uh, loss of education. Uh, loss of uh, uh, the experience of, uh, of of the uh, of middle school and high school, and it's sad. And sports and doing all that stuff. And, and again, I, I used the word sick a little while ago. These are people who have political ends, political uh, aspirations, political desires, and they don't care who suffers. They, they as long as they're not suffering. I don't think Nuremberg's suffering much. Uh, or any of these other yahoos, but as long as uh, they're okay, they don't care about this team. They don't care about you and I. They don't care about the general public and and how they're suffering through this because we're little people. So we're little people. 
What what kind of a jerk do you have to be to be a superintendent of a school district, right? And some boys, some boys who, number one, are the least likely to get COVID or spread COVID, right? Because right. they're young. They're young, number one. Number two, they're healthy athletes and have been all of their lives, right? right. So they're, they are the least likely to get COVID, to spread COVID, to take COVID anywhere. You just It just does not happen. You don't have outbreaks in school. You don't have kids bringing it home from school. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. And it, here's this jerk who says, you guys pulled your masks down. His so name, done. again, is Matt Hill uh, from the the Burbank Unified School District. You pulled your masks down, so you now are being suspended. These are high school seniors that just wanted to capture a moment, Sean. They wanted to capture probably one of the most important moments in their lives, next to birth, death, marriage, you know, their kids being born, all that kind of stuff. I can tell you personally... I'll tell you right now, personally, high school athletics is something I look back on with great pride and love and my my brotherhood that I formed there with these guys. The things that I learned, I learned a whole lot more in a football field than you could ever teach in a classroom. I'll tell you right now. And, and, and so you look back on that stuff, and you look back on it with fond memories and love, and here comes some dude just... I almost said what he did all over it. I won't say that. <laughs> do, you, do you think that guy himself has pictures with his classmates and his teammates from when he was in school? Of course he does. Freaking Burbank, you know, he's probably. Of course he does. What are our, what's this generation going to have to look back on these years? A black hole, an empty space. There's it's no terrible. memories. It's terrible. You know, and, and again, being inflicted upon them by people who are fine. They got all their high school memories. They got all their middle school memories. They got all their athletic team memories. They, they, they're not losing anything. This whole generation's been screwed over by stuff like this in in, in a year. Hurt? In one year. What, what does it hurt for one second to let them pull their mask down and take a picture? Back in a minute. Where?